Give me a Bepersy. <laughs> so soft. Bepersy. Is it too soft? All right, let me see. Well, I think it's just the it's the fidelity of the, the recording. No, I did go through and dial in the volume on some things. So I was like, oh, wow, that's loud. That's full volume. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a soundbite from like a Sega Genesis game or something. Like Toe Jam and Earl, you hit the wrong thing. You punch someone. Yeah, right. Bepersy. Bepersy. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm so happy that uh that Mitch is <laughs> still listening, oh, right? is still participating so in this madness. I'm I appreciate that very much. All right. Do I have everything up? Here, let's see. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Got it. I'm trying to find something to play. So how many song or I guess how many pads do you have? Or is it 12 spots? Eight. Eight. I have eight. I'm there's gotta be a way to change channels, like to go to like a page two, but I haven't figured out how yeah. to do it yet. Too uh too lazy. I uh I got into the office last night. <laughs> And, you know, because we were going to record for a little bit and then like Lindsay had just she'd passed out. And so I got in here thinking I was going to I was going to set up my my tube preamp. I think I've had for like 15 years, something like that. It's old. I was going to set that up and I was going to put like plug wires into it through the back and stuff. And I got in here and ended up watching videos on people reviewing acoustic guitars for 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I love that. I mean, it was it was comfort. I love those rabbit holes. Yeah, I mean, I did watch videos on how to set up your focus right. Which, and you know what's cool is I did watch a video on how to set up the focus right uh, interface with this specific MV7. But I went to one, and it was like a cool little seven minute video. But the guy, the guy moved the dial ex- to the exact same spot that I have mine set up. So I'm I'm happy that I got mine set up pretty much the same way that this this gentleman did. Hell yeah, yeah. Very happy with that. I love that. There's something. There's a preamp I want to get that uh, this guy I know who taught himself to be a luthier because he grew up in Mexico and never could afford to buy a Marcapa space. So he just taught himself how to make his own. Yeah. And it's so cool that since he taught himself all of those things, he has built a base, got it painted by somebody else that's a huge Blink fan, gifted it to Mark, and it's the base that Mark is playing on the new Blink single. Really? Yeah, it's so cool. Oh, what color is it? Is it that light blue or No, it's a full custom artwork. Let me let me look it up. Mark Hoppus Gin is what he named it. Alan Corona built it. Um, yeah, I think you've shown or you've told me that before. I just I don't know if I've seen yeah, the base. I'm find a picture. Base of it. A good picture of it. Mark's yet to play a show with it cuz it was built during COVID. Wow, I can't find a picture of it. Come on. Mark so is there a good chance that he might bring it out for uh, one of the songs on the tour then? Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mark even said for sure it's going out on tour. All right. That's amazing. What a what a wholesome story. So, of course, I'm not finding any great. There is a great photo. Uh, This is a pretty good photo of it. I'll send this in the chat. There we go. That's a pretty good photo of it. So this guy David in Europe oh, yeah. painted it. Here's when Alan gave it to Mark. That's not a great photo, but it's the best one I could find real quick by Googling it. And then uh, 
here's a photo of Mark playing it on his one of his Discord streams. Oh, is he still doing that? Um, he did a Discord stream on Friday, but it was all it was was him watching a movie. Um, so it was movie club, movie night on a Friday morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, it was good. It was a good movie. It was a uh, Corman film from '63, starring uh, Vincent Price and um, Lon Chaney. Oh boy! And it was called That's The Haunted Wolfman. Palace. It's pretty good. Um. Yeah. Speaking of old things, did you ever watch the old Keenan and Kel TV show? Yes. This was Nickelodeon. Well, that, it was a that was the spinoff of, of. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Kenan was that the one Kel with um the the two the burger burger time? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. The two. Yeah, Good Burger. Burger. Time. Good Burger. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good um, Burger. May I take your order? That's right. Um, All right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't remember if they did Good Burger, but they did have a running gag throughout the seasons of that show. Which was they would have an opening sketch, which was them in front of the curtain, sort of introducing the show. But then something would happen. And do you remember what Kel's send off was? If you watched it, if maybe maybe you didn't watch it, but Kel had a line that he delivered in every episode. Do you remember what it was <laughs> to start every episode? I, I can I guess? Please. Was it here? It goes. <laughs> this is Jimmy Epoch. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> and uh, I found a compilation where, uh, actually, I probably have it in my show notes. Uh, every here it goes. Uh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you went left channel oh, again. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh, it's the original sound, man. Don't you? You don't like the original sound? <laughs> It's too original for me. All right, I'll, I'll turn off my original sound. There we go. All right, there we go. How did it change? What happened? I turned it off. I don't know. I have the same. I had the same input. I just don't get why it. Um, I don't get why ah, it's. Ah, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So housekeeping. Obviously, I wanted to talk about this. Um. This is uh the most of the song that has been released as of this recording. Oh, they're gonna come. Hi, I'm Mark Hoppus. I play bass and sing. I'm Travis. I play drums. I'm Tom, man. I'm fucking hot as fuck in this thing. <laughs> so yeah there's a there's a 30 second clip that i thought this would include and they didn't but on tiktok um i just have no way it's of playing official. it um uh, I, don't, I can't browse tiktok song archive while on the uh well on the web i don't think weird there is a tiktok uh desktop version but that seems to just be like a, a random chrome browser i have no way of <laughs> Adding Blink-182 music, unfortunately. And that's where the clip is. Mm. Uh, all right. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. It's a Chrome app. How weird. Um, so, yeah. I'm very excited for uh, Edging, which comes out this Friday as of this recording. 
And that's what it's called. Uh, it doesn't Edgy? sound like my favorite Blink song, but it's exciting to hear. I I posted a meme, or I didn't post a meme. I guess I made a meme on Chorus FM today, which was uh, the rumors said oh. Tom's coming back, <laughs> and I kept saying do not want. Then Tom came back, and then I posted the GTA. Oh shit! Here we go again. And I said, here we also go again. Me, very excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can't help, um, man. You can't help yeah, it. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Um. Oh, we uh, we were talking about your tool that you built. Yes. I don't know why we brought this up, but the three men and a baby ghost, we just never had brought up on the pod. So I wanted to talk about the three men and a baby ghost first. All right. Just, just so it shows up in the search. <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect. I'm glad that, yeah, we did that. We did that off pod. Was that we were searching afterward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember why we brought it up. I was like, well, we must have, it must have just been one of those things where we were like, oh, we must have talked about the three men and a baby ghost. Um. No, we were, I was watching something and I made a joke about something looking very three men and a baby ghosty. And then uh, I think I remembered that it wasn't ever discussed or that we must have discussed it on the pod. Let's find it. And uh, I think we did not find it. So this is just me. Um, you're familiar with the three men and a baby ghost? In the background, right? That's right. So uh, in three men and a baby, I'll look up the, and maybe I'll, post it in uh in the playlist for this oh tom Selleck set the record straight on the tonight show uh about it but um (laughs) in three men and a baby there's an urban legend that somebody had died on the set and they got caught on film while they were um uh shooting this scene from three men and a baby i'm trying to find a version of it on youtube i think this is it um and uh so in this scene in three men and a baby as the camera pans around, following Just Ted like Danson you. through the scene, he walks by a window and there's nothing there. This old lady's grabbing the baby. It's a oneer, so the camera has not cut. And now the camera's going to pan back across the room. You see a window that they already passed. It's called Darling, I see you. Over to the left, right? It's on, it'll be on the left behind Ted Danson. It's a fucking ghost! <laughs> it's so weird. I think people have found, like, you know, there's HD scans of the movie and stuff, and you can see very clearly that it's, uh, it's like, I think it's a promo shot of Ted Danson in a top hat. Like yeah, for the movie or something. It's very it looks strange. like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just such a weird. Oh, you know what it kind of looks like? I think this is what we were joking about with the uh, when you oh, yeah, enter the, a Google the kid doc. looking at the, the uh, Google Doc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it, it very much does look like that. So anyway, three men and a baby ghost. There it is. Um, uh, and that was in my housekeeping to talk about. And then uh, Keenan and Kells. Here it goes. Yeah, baby. So uh, that's all I have. All right. Anything else that I missed for housekeeping? Uh, let me look at my house. Nope, I got nothing. No, I think Jimmy Eat World announced a couple more shows. They're not near us, so we don't care, and we're going to see them in a couple weeks. So oh, my God. Exciting. Actually, by the time... You know what I should add is when this episode comes out to my show notes, because I never know. So I never am able to celebrate like, oh, it's it's Halloween. But let's see. When does this episode come out? Here it goes. Well, Halloween's going to come out on a Or Halloween's on a Monday. On the 21st. So we have one more episode in October. And that'll be next week's episode. That makes sense. Next week's episode, kind of a spooky-ish song. That's probably why I put it there. 
I believe um, that you did everything. Yeah, especially these last these last few songs. Uh, let's see which one. I want to see which one it is. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I mean, and then the one that got comes like out songs left. There's not a lot of uh, there's yeah. not a lot of options for finding a spooky song. You're right. Well, okay. And then the one after that. That's the one when we're gonna be in Phoenix. That's gonna drop on uh, that Friday. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know uh, how we're gonna record. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, let's see. This I, it's episode the, it's here the one after comes the, out on the twenty first. Then uh, I should have a beeping sound. Oh, you're right. Uh, I see. I'm looking at the wrong yeah. column. I'm seeing. I'm looking at recording date. Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Theore- these are all like temporary record dates. I don't know. We're gonna oh, have okay. to double up a couple here. It's pretty incredible that we've gotten this close to the end of the podcast, and I think we've released every week. Like I think we skipped one week and we released two the next week. So it's like we did, um, and I still feel bad about that one week. Thinking, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but we made a promise at the beginning that we wouldn't hit every week. Um, well, you know what? We I think we did that to cover our butts, but we really knew in the back of our minds that we we would do try our hardest to get here every single week. And look, almost a hundred yeah. and one hundred and seventy five weeks. Yeah. By the end of this thing. Oh, you know what I want to talk about in housekeeping is that uh, our one hundred and fifty fifth episode has since come out, and. <laughs> Uh, Sherry specifically was like, oh, I could not make it through that interview, <laughs> which is terrific. It's a, a very on brand for the pod. But that episode has performed so well. So uh, thank you to the nation. I'm sure they I, I'm sure they tuned into that one and one only episode and uh, are not hearing us. Thank, the na- <laughs> thank them. That, but, uh, <laughs> that episode had a ton of listens. So. Oh, good. I didn't even check the, the metrics on that one. That's good. Yeah. So there it is. All right. Um, shall we jump into it? Yeah, I think man. I finished my research on this. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. How much, how didn't did I? I didn't get past any videos older than 12 years old. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to lean on you to, for covers. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I did the research on the songs. I, right. I always like, once I get to covers, if I get sidetracked or something, I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> so uh, I did come across one thing that I want to talk about, but. Uh, Is that the thing uh, that you alluded to? The hint? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, did All you right. see that somebody did a cover of a video that was in the covers? That uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear what the heck that is. Yeah, it's not a cover. It's just on YouTube. And then somebody did a cover of the YouTube video, which is really good. <laughs> um. All right, so the song is Here It Goes. It's from Chase This Light. It also appeared on the three Chase This Light tour uh, um cds that were recorded in uh 2008 in the uk um it's track 8 of 11 on chase this light uh it was released october 16th 2007 it's produced by chris testa john fields and jimmy eat world and executive produced by uh okay so i've got a bunch of stuff here (laughs) (laughs) specifically about john testa john testa worked on big casino let it happen always be carry you electable um, feeling lucky. Here it goes and dizzy. Basically, didn't work on somebody's blues. Got to be somebody's blues. Chase this light and firefight. So he worked on most of the record, John Fields, and I love every song that he worked on. Um, on Wikipedia, it says, uh, despite initial reporting that said that Butch Vig would travel from Madison, Wisconsin, to work with the band in Tempe, Arizona, he ended up in a consultant esque role. Sessions were held at Unit Two in Tempe. With engineer Chris Testa, the band handled additional recording. Ross, Hogarth, and Fields did additional engineering at CD Underbelly, CD Underbelly in Los Angeles, California. Vig appeared a few times in person throughout the sessions, while the group mainly worked 
with Testa. The band posted material on a website for Vig to listen to and provide feedback on. Subsequently, the band and Testa ended a, ended uh, earned a split producer credit. John Fields co-produced Here It Goes and did additional promotion on Big Casino, Let It Happen, Always Be Electable, Feeling Lucky and Dizzy. So lots of stuff about the production on this record. Lots of hands uh, in the in the pot. But executive producer Butch Vig, uh, but really getting their hands dirty. Chris Testa and a lot of John Fields. Um, engineered at uh, oh uh, recorded at Unit Two, Conway Studios and CD Underbelly, and also engineered at CD Underbelly according to some Discogs entries. Uh, written by Jimmy World Singer is Jim, featuring John Fields on keyboards and Amy Ross as additional vocals. Um, and Amy also sang on Electable and Let It Happen. Um, it's funny, Let It Happen and Here It Goes. So right. There's something about those titles that I. <laughs> mix up in my mind i have to sing the song to know what i'm talking about uh um, walking up tonight i kept thinking it's let it happen so it'll happen no it's actually here it goes here it goes i don't know what it is about it either yeah constantly it's, it's just like conflating them man. here versus let they both say it and then happen and go it's like it, it's like uh i don't know what the first verb would be but it's followed by a uh verb so like right happen or uh, go go happen yeah yeah verb they're kind of verbs uh, of a in a way um so uh this is a do i get a pickle with that song uh, and there's ask app info that's not all that interesting no demo and one of very few songs according to the wicked uh the jimmy eat wiki this is one of two chase this light tracks without a demo the other being always be so um no demo that i found unless you found one nope then and i have more info I let me actually know. open it up because i didn't add it to my notes but did you see who i got to weigh in on this track no we will be hearing from one mr zach lind later Very oh i saw that reply i you know what several I, I, replies yeah i saw one of them show up in the uh, in my push notifications and i was in the nice. middle of teaching and i go this is amazing and i had to get back to my class <laughs> i forgot about it completely <laughs> Have any of your students, by the way, found out that we were doing the podcast? They, they have not. No, not yet. Okay, I even sweet. said in so many in the interview that they did with me, they said, what do you do in your free time, Mr. Miller? And I said, well, the first thing I did was podcasting, making music. No one's ever asked, oh, what kind of podcast? Nothing. So, no, they haven't gotten into that <laughs> Do you have a Jimmy World poster on the wall in the class? <laughs> not yet. I should. Oh, okay. I remember I, you were decorating and you yeah, I got movie posters. I got movie that. posters, but not that one. All right. We're so, here's an interesting stat, I thought. They've played this. Uh, um, let's see. It's their number 60th most played songs. How many times do you think they've played a song to make it the 60th most played? Now, 60 is, I mean, that's in the top 50 percentile because we know how many songs they have. Um, but how many times do you think they've played a song to make it the 60th most played? Now, can you can you tell me this? I feel like their top songs, are they in the several hundreds? Yeah, yeah, I think they're in the three hundreds. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so I'm gonna guess. Let me, let me, let me, let me confirm. But yeah, I thought so. I want to say something like three hundred and sixty times, something like that. All right, I'm gonna guess for in their. Oh no, their top song is the middle at eight hundred and eighty songs. <laughs> eight hundred and eighty times. Okay, that song. I, you know what? I'm still. I'm gonna go with two hundred and seven. Forty one. Oh, that's Isn't it. that bonkers? <laughs> yes. I, was like, I don't know why. Like, I guess I always like make a mental note of where it lands on their like 
on their thing. And I guess because it was a round number, it stood out to me. Yeah. But I was just like, all right, 41 times they played it. But it's the 60th most played. So yeah. like the the so number 37 is Crush and Disintegration at 102 times. I'm surprised they played Disintegration 102 times. Yeah, it is an I feel, older song. Like I feel like there's probably cons- fifteen. You think there's like fifteen to twenty tracks that are guaranteed to be on a set, and they'll mix it with one or two, and those one or two, their fifteenth most played song is uh, always be at three hundred and fifty three times that has that yeah. been played. Forty, and then though. there's so yeah, it's like between let it happen. And for me, this is heaven. It jumps from three sixty seven to four fifty three. For uh, for me, this is heaven at four fifty three. Hmm. And then, I mean, yeah, cons- it's not that considerable. These jumps. Uh, here's another considerable jump between a praise chorus and big casino. Six eighty seven versus seven fifty eight. Oh wow! Yeah, and then yeah, I mean, it, it it just seems like it it drops off pretty steadily, like so much so that like. Between, yeah, like between 95 and 50 plays, there's like a lot of songs. Like it kind of like plateaus in that region. At least as I scale the website, so, or scroll the website. So anyway, I thought that was an interesting way to kind of look that up. So anyway, uh, first played uh, February 5th, 2008 at Slusen, Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah. And most recently played... Uh, July 20th, 2008 at Avalon. So that's kind of bonkers. Um, they haven't played this since July 2008. No wonder they it's so uh, rarely played. <laughs> Have I never? They dropped it off the set. They only played it for one year. And they played it. Yeah, there was the 40 times. I mean, not even. 60th, February, 60th, March, huh? April, May, June, July. Five, uh, five years. Anyway, we'll listen to one of the. So when they toured the UK, um, they recorded this song three times live so we'll be able to hear at least two of them because i uh i tried to sync them up i was interested in how uh if they played to a click or not and it syncs up incredibly well it's it's kind of a trip so i panned one performance left one performance right and we can listen to it obviously jim talking at the beginning and end is all off but the song itself is on it's really cool um so yeah wow um i'm surprised they only played it for so many months um let's listen to it and see like is it not translating what's not working about it that they dropped it off the set notable high notes b4 g sharp 4 notable low note f sharp 3 114.5 thousand listeners scrabbled this 728.2 thousand times 17 of which are for me how many from you 171 wow that's nuts that's 10 (laughs) times more than me That's, um, that's what true. do the Spotify numbers say on this? The track? Spotify this one is not. This is one of the least listened to. Uh, only the only one that's worse is Firefight. It sits at about two million listens. Uh, and just to give that's you some okay. kind of context here, Always Be and Big Casino are at five point eight and seven point eight million respectively. So I mean, Always Be is a bop, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's an E major key, 12B Camelot, 116 BPM, 323 duration. That's all I have for the song. Shall we jump into the lyrics? I can pull up the liner notes. Go ahead. Yeah, bring those up. There's a lot Zach of lyrics is looking at us one. on this page. And it's a big, thick paragraph, this one. So. All right. Is it, uh, is it typed out or is it handwritten here? I can't remember in that typed liner out. note. 
<laughs> oh, that's housekeeping. <laughs> so we added oh, yeah. a new sound to the soundboard. Um, and this is by the request of one Mitch Porter, who, uh, I, when did we talk about it? In, we talked about Beprosy in uh, one, uh, episode 155 because we were talking about uh, the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, show. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and so Mitch said we should add Tom singing Beprosy to the, uh, to the soundboard. So Beprosy. there it is. <laughs> If Miss Mitch uh, asks for it, we we uh, provide. Oh yeah, man, he asks and we deliver. <laughs> Anything he wants. All right. That's right. So these uh, these lyrics here. The, this is here it goes. So it's a, we got a lot of lyrics going on. Um, and there is one there is one line that when we get to it, I listened to it before we had uh, kind of signed on here. Listened to the track just one last time, and it still catches me off um, off guard. I I still hear it. And looking at the lyrics, I'm looking at what I'm supposed to be hearing i don't hear it maybe you hear can the i same take a thing. guess at what it is it's yeah everyone in queue and costume that one is i don't even think i i don't think i had a, a misheard lyric there i just net, didn't okay. understand what the hell he was saying it's in that same block <laughs> got it yeah so it's actually it's gonna be in that same block though. robot he talks about robots doesn't he no and that's exactly what i'm talking oh, about oh all right so yes. i didn't um i didn't Read the lyrics because I let's that, and you know what? Down. I didn't time, I didn't put a time stamp on that. Maybe totally we can listen to it again. Listen to ro- I thought he'd said robots. All right, me well, too. As we read, yes. Wow. All right, when I get down there, we're gonna hit that robot line. All right, okay. So on, it's on. I declare my room is seen gone, then gone. It's too much. They say you need now. Here, I think it's just maybe he's joking about not caring about his home or personal life. Uh, it's a mess. This room that he lives in, or the place that's in his head, if it's a figurative place. Um, liner notes have too much that they say you need too much that they say you need. just not it's there's no it's there's no it's Correct. got it too much that they say you need uh it's not perfection yeah how boring if it is oh Nothing. this says yet it's not perfection yet okay it's not perfection yet how boring yeah. if it is exclamation point it says here how boring if it is nothing new mm-hmm. for me uh and I think this is what he is realizing is making him unique. Just another day as being this individual. And this thought comes often in his head. So I still think my annotation fits. Sure, yeah, totally. All right. And then verse two. Light on up with everybody watching you. Lights go down. Everything is yours to lose. Mm-hmm. Now, here I picture him on stage. He's on stage now. The lights go up. The curtains raise. And perhaps he's nervous that it's his time to perform and when the lights go down that's the end of the show everyone leaves uh and nobody else is there to help you through uh through it like everyone cares about you when you're performing but then once those lights go out once you leave the stage they don't care uh and then first dancer takes the floor laugh what you can't ignore what you gonna do and i think it's because in this last video that we watched the music video that they had it had the ballet dancer and so i still get that image in my head with this and in, in this whole mm. block with the whole lights go up or light on up and then lights yeah, go totally. down. But I think it's like what he's saying here Very is nutcracker nut sweet. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You can't take life too seriously. Of course, practice and be ready, be prepared. But if you take it too seriously, then you miss out on the fun. Laugh what you can't ignore. Just kind of let if, if something happens, you you, you uh, break that proverbial leg, um, you know, just walk it off. People are going to forget about it. Now we get into the chorus. Waiting for attention, I'm not. 
cut it to the left and I rock. Need an invitation. Of course, man. I don't. Slide it to the right and I roll. Now, I mean, what a fucking chorus. <laughs> I loved it the the moment this record came out. I was like, I don't know what's happening in this chorus, but this is incredible. Yeah. And can you can you remember is there an O before the uh, this there, chorus? It, there is. Oh! It's not noted here in the yeah. liner notes, but it's a Davy Havoc. I actually yeah. added something similar to my soundboard just cuz I love <laughs> Davy Havoc so much. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm all over the place. <laughs> Can you do that one again, dude? <laughs> I, I thought it was the I thought it was the um what's that horn that you go <laughs> This is a reggaeton horn, yeah. Yeah. Hit it again. You don't hear it? <laughs> dude, I've got my original sound off because I'm going mono. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Does this always happen? Here, I'll turn it up to full volume. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Here, it's let so me funny. Just... I dialed in the soundboard volumes to Go try on. to level everything out. Here, let's, let's do you're this. saying it's coming in low, huh? Yeah. Let me turn. Now I'm oh, back now, into one channel. Now you're yeah, left. I, <laughs> I don't know, but but now play it. It's it's no. It's no better. I'm going back to original sound. I'm going back to both ears, David. All right. So here's David Havoc. <laughs> I also have this. That's another favorite David Havoc. <laughs> Twisted. <laughs> Sick. Uh, uh, yes, anyway, you're right. Yeah. You're right. This chorus, though, that that little oh coming into it. That's his Davy Havoc. Uh, it sounds like he's marching here, and maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Like this is the dance. This is the dance that's yeah, going on on stage. The guitars are doing like this swinging octave thing. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. And, and uh, Rick, God damn it, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dude. Rick is Rick is basically sexually assaulting the bass. Yeah, this in this moment here. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I can cover this on my Mark Office bass. I was like, I can't cover this. Well, okay. Right. I, I think what Jim is saying here yeah, is what I absolutely love the lyrics. I love the feel of everything happening. Yeah. Here. It's an amazing chorus. So whether or not it's one in the audience or 1,000, they're giving it their all and rocking like they should be. Rock and roll, baby. I think that's what he's getting yeah. at here. It's cut it to the left and I rock. Cut it, slide it to the right and I roll. Yeah. He's just, go, he's going with it. He's he's doing his little performance. Yep. Man, and then we jump into verse three. More lyrics here. Here it goes. Crowning up the cool kid queen. Now that one I did get. Up or Crowning up. up. It didn't make sense, but I heard those lyrics. It's of... Crowning, crowning of, of the, the cool, cool kid, kid queen. crowning of the cool kid queen. Yeah. Now those lyrics I did here that didn't sound off. There it goes. The competition show their teeth. So they're not yep. always in the spotlight. There goes the prize, and we're all gunning for the win, right? There's other competitors in in the field here. Um. Now it looks like third parties coming in here. I'll let them fight it out. It's just my party now. What I want to be. Now these other bands or acts are all vying for that top spot. They're taking it so seriously that they've lost sight of having fun and he's sitting there watching watching it all go down. You know, Battle of the Bands, you're not really enjoying it for being a musician in front of the crowd, you're doing it to try and best the other band and uh mm. and that's not what it's all about. So here's the funky, this is the funky verse here that I think right. you and I I have not read ahead. I I want to read this along with you. All right. Stand on up. Yes. Everyone in queue and costume. Yes. Kwewe. All right. Everyone in queue and costume stare on out. Don't get sucked in for a second. 
This says step on out. Step on out. That makes more sense. Step on out. Don't get sucked in for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is what they're saying here is more acts lined up, all of them caught up in the moment, and he sees them locked in and wants them to come to the same realization that he has. That all the time that he spent uh, as a musician and cutting his teeth, you know, with uh, being a, this DIY musician, has, has he's learned a lot. And maybe there's people that are just, you know, now they're just learning about being a performer or a competitor in this, in this, uh, in this field. And so he's trying to make them realize they shouldn't get sucked into it. Now, this is where you and I both hear robots might robots. say your name. Yeah. <laughs> I, what does it say in the liner notes? This says the bright lights might say your name. And that's what I have here. But they only light the stage. So that makes sense. But he's saying robots. Right, oh, clearly. Robots, robots might say your name. name. They only like the Why do we hear stay. robots? I, you know what? I heard it again today. We can play it, and we'll listen to yeah, it. Yeah, play it. Let's, um, let's, let's. All right, let's see. Mm, okay. Here we go. I like the little na na nas too. Yeah, man. Did I? Oh, you know what? I see. Too far. Yeah, oh yeah. He says oh, robots. I hear it now. No. Yeah. yeah I don't I hear, hear robot. Now. I don't hear robots anymore. Damn it! <laughs> it's been ruined. Oh, I liked. There was before robots and after robots. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, the bright wow. lights makes more sense here. Robots might totally. say your name. I, if you consider a marquee a robot or a robot, yeah. Yeah, then yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's what they're saying here is that this, I feel like the the lights saying your name could be the marquee. Um, yes. And the lights light up the stage. Uh, the lights on the stage that light up this act are the same that light up every other act. You're the one that makes the difference. They only light the stage. They only light the performance that's in front of them. And uh, and so I'm glad we clarified that. No robots, but there are bright lights. Oh, I love those bright lights, man. Yeah. L.A. All right. The bridge now. So a chorus twice that we heard. <laughs> so I jumped yes. around the song there. Uh, hey, 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 hey. Don't accept critique or credit. Hey, hey, hey. No haze in the liner notes, Bill. No haze. There's, there's no, no haze at all preceding the chorus either definition always changes so they've just got don't accept critique or credit definition always changes yep all right their definition always changes yeah and and again jim's uh famous bridges here trying to explain what couldn't be said maybe or couldn't be gleaned from the verse or chorus here is who cares what they all say the definition of what what it is is always going to change uh and so why get caught up in all the approval and chasing that win so the definition always changes and I think this also goes back to them being a, a band and being with a, la- a huge label so early in their career and then kind of being left to their own devices and for the most part forgotten. And just look, they're always going to be changing the the site, their sites onto something else. And don't get caught up in that. If you keep doing what you're doing and people like it, that's what matters. Uh, it's not the same as yours. You could be so much more the closer that you get. And you should want to win for the love of the game to be the best musician or artist. And if you don't do it for yourself, you'll never be fulfilled. You'll always be trying to 
uh, trying to please somebody else, and that doesn't at the end of the at the end of your life, you're going to feel so unfulfilled in that moment. Like why why didn't I live all those glorious years of my life doing what I wanted to do? Yeah, a beautiful little and song, fun one, incredible songwriting chops. In that the choruses take us out from here, but the music goes and builds and builds and builds and takes a journey that is not the same chord progression that they started with. It's so well done. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. They add some backing vocals in the final verse, change up the vocal melody, add a little bit of stank to the chord progression. It's so, so good. So well done. Um, And as we sort of move into the track notes, with which I don't have many, um, this is one of those songs where I think of this record and I'm like, yes, absolutely one of my favorite Jimmy World records. Yeah. And this song is one of those songs I think of in my head when I think that. Agreed. Yeah. So uh, let's look at the uh, the stuff I told you already about the, it, this is one of two tracks without a, um, a uh, demo. Um, here's what Jimmy Eat, Eat Wiki had um, as a blurb from Jim from the old site. Reflecting on Here It Goes, Jim Atkins said, Know what is truly important to you. Don't lose sight of that in the face of opportunity or in the face of desperation. So that is what Jim said about this song. I remember seeing this blog post. I didn't come across it in my searches this time, but I do remember seeing he was like, well, the label's asking us, asking me to write a blurb about every song. So here's my blurb about each song. And he just says, here it goes. No, it's truly important to you. Don't lose sight of that in the face of opportunity or in the face of desperation. So that's what he said about this song, Jim. And then, uh, did you see this blurb on Wikipedia? The true, uh, yeah. the, the big, big Wikipedia. Go and read that. Yeah. Okay. I will read the. Uh, there were a couple of blurbs that I got from that one. Uh, sure. The, yeah. the top one says the band posted material on a website for Vig to listen to and provide feedback on. Uh, subse- subsequently, the band and Testa earned a split producer credit. John Fields co-produced Here It Goes and did additional production on Big Casino. Let it happen. Always be electable. Give it up. Feeling d- lucky and dizzy. Is that different from what you read earlier? Nope. Hmm. No. You read that already? (laughs) Perfect. Then I'm going to do this other one. Uh, Here It Goes, which features hand claps, manipulated vocals, synthesizers, and dance beats. Ross added additional vocals and Fields provided keyboard to it. It talks about not losing focus on what is important to a person. Atkins said, Chase This Light is about being self-aware in the middle of a special experience with the chase part being about trying to find that feeling of discovery. It echoes the melancholic atmosphere of work, from Futures, and for me, this is heaven from their third studio album, Clarity. I felt like that all went together. Amy is the... Yes, I do. I definitely believe that. So cool. Yeah, which is very audible in the very end when when everything else cuts out and you just hear them together for a little bit. And do you think the keyboard is that dirty thing? Do you think there was a dirty, like a a big muff effect on the bass in the beginning, or do you think that's all keyboard on the recording? Well, let's listen to this. So I've got other, I split this, and I'm always interested to hear what's in the other. So I want to see what this sounds like. Let's do it. That's what you're talking about? I think that's... Uh, No, uh, the... That could be the... That could be keyboards. Like some sort of arpeggiated okay, well, modular synthesizer. Let's listen to it. There's a little bit more when it gets more. Uh, this gets louder here. That's cool. Wow, I never heard that piano in there. 
There's obviously also guitar in there. Yeah. Love it. You can kind of hear something in there. Yeah. All right, sweet. It's a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) John Fields. Yeah. Um, He knows what he's doing. So, yeah, that's all I have for track notes. And then I've got reviews and articles. Yeah. Yes. Um, So, what you got in reviews and articles? I got three. Um, I do have one from State Hornet. The Voice of Sacramento since 1949. Student news without fear or favor. So this is from one of their... Uh, <laughs> they're they're uh, really going to give college. us a scoop here. <laughs> they're going to tell us what they think. They, they, <laughs> this is from Brandon Fleshman, October 24th, 2007. <laughs> 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 Jimmy World chases the top of the charts. Uh, and they start off the article with this. In an era where the most popular musical genre is emo... It is rather refreshing when artists release an upbeat and optimistic record. Ironically, a band that is considered by many to have been one of the pioneers of the emo scene has created such an album. And they go on to talk about this specific track by saying, opening with pulsating bass, electronic sound and bells, Here It Goes is a radio-friendly jam that even your parents and little sister can enjoy. This is candy-coated pop rock. At its finest. Warning, self-loathing individuals who find pain in smiling may want to avoid this tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Nice little uh, little warning there. <laughs> All right. What do you got? I got a consequence of sound blurb. This is from How Jimmy Eat World Is This Record as they counted down to surviving. And here's what they had to say about Chase's Light and in particular, this song. Wait, which refrain do I sing is the name of the header here. Not many overlapping vocals, actually. Maybe the last chorus in Here It Goes versus the Who Who's. Um, and I think, yes, there's the Who Who's, but there's also <laughs> the um, like a call and response that it de- develops into. Waiting for attention, I'm not, I'm not. There's like a extra little stank on the last chorus there. It's, <laughs> oh God, it's so good. Um And then the other bit here, eliminating the rock from pop rock. Behold, here it goes. It's set in the real world like Rilo Kiley's Breaking Up is set in the late 1970s. Whether that garners applause or disdain is completely up to the individual. I don't know this Rilo Kiley song, but I'm pretty sure because we talked about um, Salute Your Shorts recently that one of the members of Rilo Kiley was in Salute Your Shorts. Oh, Pinsky. Yes, that's right. Well, I think uh, I was Salami. Pinsky, but isn't it the other one? No, it's isn't Pinsky. It Michael. Let's see. No, Michael. Michael was the. Uh, so it is Pinsky. Was the blonde Blake uh, Senate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't yeah. Know why I? Uh, yep, that's Pinsky. God, he doesn't look any different. Nope, absolutely the Good same. Good grief! All right, so let's. Let, I've never seen this uh, breaking up. Let's, let's take a listen to what this is. I'm gonna put this and watch together so we can watch it too. Beautiful. See a little Pinsky in here. Is breaking up by Rilo Kylie. Oh, that was scary. This looks so 2008. I want to see when this is from. 14 years ago. September 11th, 2008, baby. <laughs> Nailed it. It's not as if the sun won't shine when clouds up above wash the blues away. Are we breaking up? Very Nickelodeon font right there. Is there 
No. So the girl has texted I love you to the guy, and now they are no longer as uh, happy-go-lucky, the two of them together. He's very... He's very stone... Yeah, stone-faced. Okay, so I hear the 70s influence here, and what, what Consequences Sound is saying is... Let's read this again. Eliminating the rock from pop rock. Behold, here it goes. It's set in the real world, like Rilo Kiley's Breaking Up is set in the late 70s. Whether that garners applause or disdain is completely up to the individual. So they're saying it's very modern rock track. Ah. Sounding very modern. Muldron. And they just wanted to shout out Rilo Kiley, I guess. <laughs> Man, I do love that band. Uh, when we saw them, I was captivated by her. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not familiar with really anything other than Pinsky's in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, seeing Jenny Lewis up there. And oh, that's Jenny Lewis's band. Yeah. I see. I I know her. From, I know her from being in the Postal Service. So. Oh. <laughs> that's what I know Jenny Lewis from. That and the Wizard. Oh, you're right. She was in Wizard. <laughs> She's so young, man, in those. Yeah. I forget about that. That's what I know Jenny Lewis from. Wizard and being in the Postal Service. <laughs> the touring touring band of the Postal Service. Uh, but I do love her in the Postal Service, so maybe I'll check out Rilo Kiley. Yeah, it's good. And seeing them live is just another thing. She's She really is captivating. Uh, just watching her with her, the way that she sings and then just kind of takes control of, I don't know, everything there. All right. Um, I do have something from The Daily this is, I always try to find out where the heck this is, uh, University of Washington. There's actually two things from the Uni- University of Washington that I have. This one's from The Daily, uh, from Edwin or- Ortiz, October 11th, 2007. Uh, Jimmy World chased this light. When it comes to music, the question, where are they now, always seems to pop up when an artist shies away from the spotlight for a minute. With Jimmy World, this was no exception. It could have been the touring that kept them busy or maybe some time off to spend with family. Whatever the case, their latest album entitled Chase This Light, which releases on October 16th, comes just days short of three years since their prior release, Futures. Uh, And then they go on to say, A darker tone creeps through the strings on Gotta Be Somebody's Blues, a provocative song from the quartet. Whisper-like vocals cast an eerie spell with the chorus, Where are you going to run when they come for you? Will there be someone left to sing your blues? On the other side of the corn... Uh, on the other side of the coin, Jimmy World provides the <laughs> Jimmy World provides the listener with "Here It Goes," an upbeat track focusing on letting yourself go and having fun. There was something else that I wanted to say here. Ah, this was from the Eagle, which is American University, also in Washington. So, so this is. Would you say this is an American Eagle? <laughs> yes, and probably. At least one of the shirts that I still have in my closet. And I think I've proved it to you guys by wearing it. <laughs> it looks very 2008. Absolutely. The timeline fits. The title of this magazine or newspaper fits. I love it. Uh, so this was uh, from the Eagle Sing Along to Hopeful Melodic World album. Thursday, March 27th, 2008. Jimmy World Chase This Light Interscope sounds like hook heavy radio rock grade B. Enjoying the home they carefully carved out for themselves in the realm of power pop, Jimmy World's sixth studio release, Chase This Light, offers their signature sound in 11 easy-on-the-ears tracks. Jim Adkins' earnest vocals promote lyrics of hope, determination, and identity, occasionally tossing out an accusation here or there for a complete lyrical experience. Sing-along choruses paired with energetic rhythms 
Construct a wall of sound that keeps the ear interested, offering the chance to hear the whole or pick out individual instrumental melodies. Though not pushing boundaries like 2004's Futures, Chase This Light isn't afraid to experiment with gotta be somebody's blues, playing with a hushed, drawn out sound, or serving up their challenging lyrics in Dizzy. Here It Goes encourages audiences to hoo-oo along with the band. Uh, and the band takes their own stab at political commentary and the anthemic uh, electable give it up. So yes, your hoo-hoos were mentioned in this uh, article by the Eagle. <laughs> I'm pulling up a video just because we're talking about Jenny Lewis and the Postal Service now. I'm going to jump to 2356. This is uh, the Postal Service in May of 2003 playing at KCRW. Just coming up on 21 and a half minutes after 11. I'm Nick Harko, your host for morning. I don't think any of us are really concerned as far as look at little Ben. Um, you know what? Oh my gosh! Kids we're gonna think of, right? Yeah. Know, so twenty three fifty six. We could see uh, Jenny Lewis was here doing, playing, singing with them, so know, doing it's pretty dope. Clark Gable, classic. I love this band so much. If this were like a real, real band, this would be up there with my like top all time favorite bands. They just put out one album, right? Yep. One and done. I did get to see them in Vegas for the 10 year anniversary of this record in 2013. I was waiting for a crosstown train to London underground when it struck me. When it struck me. I've been waiting since birth to find. I was gonna say, are they gonna pan over to Jane? There she is. <laughs> It's funny, she's not an official member of the band, but she sings on the record, she tours with them. Um, I wanted so bad to create a postal service type band after uh, after Last Off the Bus. Yeah, yeah, something that you could kind of just create on your own, just but vibe still get... out. Yeah, electronic yeah. elements, no yeah. live drums. Yeah, I feel like Edison did that with a couple of his projects, and I was all for it, man. I loved when he yeah. would send me, and I still have them on on my external drives. Uh, he would send me the little bits. He's like, "Hey, man, what do you think of this?" And then he would record it he'd, he'd step away for five minutes record it export it send the bit to me and <laughs> i get to listen to these these different these early um so good iterations releases of these tracks and it was kind of like this yeah Speech that kind of stuff man yeah not the academy is yeah <laughs> no that's right all right sweet so that's all i have for oh wait no i had one more um how do i get you to say this number uh ap Oof. alternative pressed top 15 Jimmy Eat World songs. This is... I'm trying to think how to get you to say this number. Uh, it's the top third. 
They did how many songs? A third of this list. Huh? They did how many songs? 15. 15. <laughs> um, the top third, huh? Well, yeah. four? <laughs> Number five. Um, <laughs> Damn it. When it comes to perfect pop songs, you can't do much better than Here It Goes. With lively hand claps, tightly interwoven guitar and electronic parts, and huge overlaid vocal harmonies, there's such genuine excitement to it, which makes even the subtle melancholy it suggests seem uplifting. And I agree. Absolutely nailed that blurb about the song. Number five, top 15 Jimmy World songs, says AP. Um, and yeah, I, I just can't, I can't disagree here that this is just absolutely a bop. Yeah, it is. Um, any other reviews or articles that you have? No, I went through all of mine. Before we jump to community, I have four videos that are, I, they're not covers, they're just videos. One right. is called Desk Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to experience this with me. Desk dancing. This is terrific. Are you ready? This is uploaded by Jamie Murs. It just says desk dance preview. Like, I can't tell if this is a set or if this is where they work. Right? But look at the clocks, man. Is only a preview. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> I love their teased hair. It's so yeah. It's very a Joan Jett. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like so reminiscent of Joan Jett. Did you catch yeah. the clocks, though? It was kind of cool. One was like, one was 320 and the other was 620. Oh, I see. Yeah. That. Clever got that, girl. Got that three hours diff. Yeah, that's um, that was cool. I like that, and it's neat. Uh, very similar in there. I I felt like it was staged because their last names seemed so similar too. But hey, look, it's all. I think right. it's all. Yeah, I just don't. I'm not sure what it is, but it seems really creative. And yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Okay. Could have been a stage show. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that. Okay, here's a dance along. Um, a lot of dancing. I should have cut together a dance montage. I think I thought I might, but then uh, <laughs> my Sunday kind of went all over the place. But here is a dance along. Uh, to this uh, place this right here and you have to crank your head to the side because these kids record oh boy uh, is it sight oh my vertically goodness. before vertical was a thing this is uploaded by oh and it falls M. down <laughs> our version of here it goes smiley face <laughs> this is like proto tiktok this every video i have is like they're just tiktok videos And, like, I love that it's just, like, playing, apparently, in, like, two houses over, the song is playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're dancing with so much gusto, but there's just no song happening here. And lots of giggling. I gotta be honest, though. The whole, like, cut it to the left, slide it to the right. Like, I definitely danced basically like this in my car listening to the song. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just uh, a very that looks like so much fun. I don't know what it was if it was this track or it was the covers that I was looking at, but I've mentioned before how I love I love the 90s, right? 
But <laughs> yeah. there was something I think, and and what I what I like about the mid two thousands, these mid to late two thousands. That's when we were graduating. We did a lot. That's when I had moved out of the house. I'd been out of the house for quite a while at that point. Um, so I, I had established myself. I was starting to go to school on my own dime. All of these things. Um, so there's a, a memorable time there in in those in let's just say 2007, 2008. Um, good music. I was on my own. Good friends. Good people. But what's really cool is that you can watch these videos and then seeing this stuff again. It's like a time capsule that you can go back and revisit. And maybe that's what makes yeah. it so enjoyable uh, and accessible is that seeing videos like this of people having fun, the clothing that they wear. I mean, like you said, American Eagle, and that's all that I wore in, in that year. And it's, I don't know. It just looks so wholesome to me, even though this was yeah. what? This was five. Speaking of wholesome. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Here come the dancing missionaries. All right. <laughs> yes, Elder Martin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I sent this to Spencer. I was like, uh. <laughs> so Spencer is a buddy of mine that's a huge Jimmy World fan. Also, oh my goodness, in the LDS church. And so I thought he would really enjoy this. Let me, while we're watching this, um, I, I, I understand this is, we're watching something on an aural medium. But yeah. this is in the playlist. You have to watch this. Yeah. This is uploaded by Daniel Paul, and it's called Dancing Missionaries. It's terrific. Yeah. Two missionaries. Yep, look at that. Step into the left. I, I mean, I they're see dancing. Them slide I don't to the right. what else to tell you. <laughs> Here's the slide, right? Oh, man, they slide, too. <laughs> this house looks like my grandma's house. I'll tell you that. It's a, uh, what it, here's, here's a, I just said this to Spencer. Dude. <laughs> and he says, hard to know how to feel about that. Funny and painful. Yeah. Um, I love it so much. This isn't the weirdest dancing video I found either. <laughs> I thought you might enjoy it, though. He says, yeah, you end up in some weird headspace on those missions. Sometimes you got to dance. <laughs> right. And I imagine, you you know, you have you go out all day, you come home, and you're not really necessarily uh, ready to go to bed. <laughs> so what do you do? You I mean, listen to Here It Goes from Jimmy World. Even Spencer says these feel a bit like TikTok rejection auto tape <laughs> uh, audition tapes. The guitar strum. <laughs> yeah. Okay. These Justin, guys haven't done the same move, man. I love it. What? No. We're not the only people that love this video. Oh. Because there's a cover of this video. Oh my goodness. This is what you're <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> yes. So I saw Dancing Missionaries, and it's two girls. And I was like, what is happening? So these girls are doing the exact same dance, which means they found their video and decided to <laughs> learn the choreography. How flattering. I have to download these and put them side by side. That I do have to do, right? Yes, you do. I think you are, uh, I implore you. And look at their faces. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think them practicing by watching the other guys, the missionaries, they look like they've had fun the whole time. <laughs> yes. And now they get to pre <laughs> to present it. This is so good. So this is Jujuski. I don't know how to read this. Can you yeah. figure uh, out what they're saying? It says a uh, remake yeah. to the Dancing Missionaries video. 
We have too much fun. P.S. We're Christians and love and follow Jesus. We simply did this as a fun dancing video response. Comments are turned <laughs> off. I wanted to comment so badly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, they don't have a lot after this. Um, Gosh, this reminds me of like the youth groups that I would visit with my friends. Because <laughs> yeah, I never really did any of this kind of stuff. I love them so much. It does look like they might be watching the other video. Yeah. There they are. There's the punches. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to step to the left, right? Here we go. <laughs> the spins. Does her shirt say 2003? I can't tell. Uh, no. No, it doesn't. Okay. No. God, the Twilight poster on the wall. Of course. Yeah. You got to oh, date man. the video, man. Oh, uh, so anyway. How fun. Absolutely incredible work. I was so excited when I found both of those. And so let me read you the rest of my conversation with... Uh, Spencer, because I mentioned it. Uh, let's get rid of that. Where is it? Where is it? I say, uh, wait, I found a second Dancing Missionaries video with different people. Um, and uh, I said, 2008, the year of the Dancing Missionary. And then I said, oh, I see. This is them doing the other dude's dance. Amazing. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, and uh, Spencer says, early R&D on attention grabbing when they finally gave missionaries cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely yeah, incredible. How fun work. and wholesome. Um, oh, this I is great. That. I'm glad you found so that shall one. We, yeah, shall we jump into community? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right, what All you right. got? I only got three things. Okay, I've got uh, a, several things from Reddit I did not get Sweet, up. yeah. Yeah, all right, let's start with... All right, I'll open these ones up first. So, Song of the Week. Song of the Week, uh -huh. here it goes, by JG429. Um, submitted by Vital Duel. And the reason was, pretty sure this is the closest the band has ever come to writing a dance pop song. With arpeggio yeah. guitar notes, a four-on-the-floor drum rhythm, and plenty of backing ah-ah-ah vocals. It's the sort of song that makes you want to get up and move. Doesn't hurt that the song is literally about getting up and dancing like no one is watching. I suspect that some fans prefer to ignore this one altogether. I don't see it mentioned much on this sub due to its lighter pop oriented sound, but I think it's catchy as hell and it's one of my favorites. Yep. A lot of uh, comments saying this is a bop top three on the album. Really love this and all caps. Incredible. I love this song. Yeah. Hype song. Absolutely incredible song. Yep. It's up there, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a uh, number two comment or a number one plus two comment on song meanings. If you want me to read this, this is from, Blitzmut. Yeah. I almost Go said ahead. Blitzmut. Read Blitzmut. Blitzmut says, I get the feeling of a high school dance or a disco back in the 70s or 80s where circles used to form around single dancers who would show off their moves. Saturday Night Fever sure comes to mind. I picture a kid who's been trying out all his new dance moves in his room all week between work and school or whatever, and he's been waiting to become a star for those 15 minutes on the dance floor at the local club or whatever. In a much broader sense, practicing over and over to make your debut with confidence, almost cockiness, and then nailing... 
a performance of some kind. The title of the song seems to suggest that. Here it goes. That was August 10th, 2010 by Blitzman. <laughs> Blitzman. All right. I have or one Blitzman. opinion post submoted, submoted, uh, submitted submoted 10 months classic. ago by Table for Glasses 24. Uh, <laughs> let me preface this by saying that I don't hold any contempt towards this song whatsoever. It's a shimmering, sugar sweet track with a really kind narrative. It's the outermost of Saturn's rings in the unique planet that is Chase This Light. But does anyone else feel like this is the farthest outlier song in Jimmy World's entire discography? I can absolutely appreciate the creative shift and willingness to aim for something totally different. It just feels much closer to a Robin song than the majority of what the band ever put out. And I mean that in the best way possible. Robin is a brilliant artist. Chase This Light is probably the most unique Not offering. Robin Vining, but Robin, like the pop artist, Robin? I, yeah, I get because they said R-O-B-Y-N on purpose, Okay, right? I'm familiar. Let me pull up a Robin. Yeah, go ahead. You There's this. a good one. I know which one I think it's going to be, and I like oh, it. Oh, I was going uh, to, Don't Stop the Music is one that comes up. Um, um, no, it's dancing not. Dancing on My Own, With Every Heartbeat, Call Your Girlfriend, Show Me Love, Hang With Me, Missing You, Monument. I don't see any of the songs that I know. Let's see what music says. Oh, no, it's number two. It's this one. This is it. Yeah, man, this is a good jam. What an odd reference. Like, Robin's not huge, is she? Mm. Oh, let's get to the chorus, because I love it. Get into it, man. She's got this pre-chorus going on. I missed that track. I vaguely so remember that, that song. Yeah, that's the one that I knew. That was the, the radio hit for me. It doesn't really sound like it fits with this one. Maybe they were referencing a different song. Maybe. Sure. A Robin song. Yeah. And and they mentioned it 10 months ago. So it's I don't know if, if Robin's still relevant. It's not like this is from that time period, 2007, uh, Robin's latest record came out in 2018. Yeah. Maybe she's still... Uh, I mean, she's got uh, 3 million listeners. <laughs> month and she looks the same uh but uh, okay anyway the last little thing that they say is chase this light is probably probably the most unique offering the band um the band has out the glossiest of all it's never been my favorite but it definitely has a certain charm and the fact it came out during my first semester of college obviously dates it as a landmark for me i was just interested in hearing other people's thoughts on this song and whether you feel the same way about it. And somebody, Jerky Wasp, talks about, um, I would say Gotta Be Somebody's Blues is the bigger outlier on that album and in their discography in general. But there's always someone else. Like uh, Chemical Cutthroat says, I fucking love Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. <laughs> so there's always someone that loves and hates the track. Um, always. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you've if you've marked this song as an outlier, I can see how it's going to be tough to change your mind. Otherwise, like you're never. I, I do that with songs. Once I once I stamp them as something, until I hear it in a different state of mind or something, I, I don't hear. I'm not going to hear it differently. But I hear this as a pop as as a pop song. Yeah, but I've accepted it as a pop song. Maybe I don't go searching for it, but when it comes on, I mean, I'm like bobbing my head. Yeah. yeah. Lots of shout box on this. Yeah. What's, what, what else are they saying? Oldest one from 2007 says, love this. Um, yeah, not much, not much. I want to find the people that don't like it. Um, Souls222 says, this is initially my favorite song off the album, October 2007. Lots of, yeah, this, I mean, this album came out peak last FM. Uh <laughs> uh, so lots of comments right when the record came out. Um, interesting. The beginning, especially Gone Then Gone, it sounds a bit like German Schlager to my ears. Schlager. But the other part is just brilliant. Um, fun, catchy song. How's it not a single already? <laughs> I agree, see, yeah, Bacon. See? Um, by far the best on the al- album, says Generic Madness. Um, and let's see if there's anything else that's worth mentioning here. Um, makes me want to dance in public, says Short Trash. Everybody feels like it's just a cheer up type of song. Yeah. Making them want to dance in public. Catchy represents the whole trouble about Jimmy Eat World. Wait, what? It's catchy, but it represents the whole trouble about Jimmy Eat World in the recent seven or so years. Waiting for attention. Ew. Mm. Says Herf 1977. Herf? H. E R R H. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right. Uh, I did think. Oh my God. Somebody tried to post. <laughs> I could tell that they posted the. They were trying to post the dancing missionaries. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Check out these boys dancing to Here It Goes in this video. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't post the link or it got removed or something, but that's oh, true. Somebody said Disney song. Um, <laughs> How fun, man. But yeah. Obviously, great song. Guilty pleasure, but what a pleasure. Pop Perfection from 219 through 237. And I think that's that part where you start getting the call and response in the chorus, and it kind of takes a different direction with the uh, chord progression. Yeah. So anyway, that's Shoutbox. All right. Uh, so talking about it being a pop song, somebody uh, one year ago had a request post. Uh, Jimmy World Songs for a Wedding by Anti-Fuzz Pop. I'm getting married. My fiance and I are huge Jimmy World fans, but I'm blanking on any happy love songs that might be suitable for a wedding with the crying face emoji to the side. Help. Uh, And then Queen of Farts says the authority song. (laughs) Here it goes. Congrats on getting married. Uh, And then Siebes chimes in. We have Siebes on here every now and again. Their top track of the 10 that they give. Uh, Here's 10 tracks that are not overly depressing. Uh, lyrically, and would make a good first dance or fun dancing song. Number one was Here It Goes with For a Groovy Dance Jam. Seductive God of Thunder says Here It Goes from the same album is a great, happy, non-slow song for the dance floor. Yeah, so they added it to their list. Nice. Um, Other side of the coin here is (laughs) discussion thread from Burn Echo three years ago. What Jimmy World song did you not like at first but eventually grew on you? Mine would be Your House off of Bleed American. Um... 2007 version obviously first time i ever put on the vinyl i breezed through the first three songs and then your house came on and i was completely blindsided by how it sounded my girlfriend and i stopped mid-conversation stared at each other and we're both like whoa this song sucks 
<laughs> now, wait, you said 2007. Were you being facetious or is he is this person talking about? No, the they're actually talking about the, they're talking about the oh, regular okay. version. <laughs> so, yes, facetious all day. Uh, <laughs> I always skipped the song after that. But over the last few months, I've started to let it seep into the rotation when I'm playing the vinyl or or on Spotify. And it's sneakily becoming one of my favorite Jimmy songs. Now I can't get it out of my head and I regret hating it so much on first listen. I'm curious if anyone else has had a similar experience with any other Jimmy song. And there's three points in this thread where uh, this song shows up. Actually, I guess it's just two. But there's two posts from deleted accounts. Uh, first deleted account is, Here it goes off of Chase This Light. I was actually shocked and a little embarrassed for the first time I heard that song. Especially the chanty, don't accept critique or credit part. But once you get over how poppy hmm. Chase This Light was, um, I was able to enjoy it. Even like, Here it goes. Uh, and the other one I chuckled at. <laughs> uh, another deleted account. Here it goes. I, I still kind of don't like it. <laughs> so they haven't, they haven't quite good. come full full circle here with that one. Uh, and my last thing here from Reddit, I have a couple things from Facebook, but it's a random poll from Exile on Dayton Street. Three months ago, here it goes versus your new aesthetic, the demo version. There are 88 votes. Where do you think those votes lie, David? All right, give me it one more time. 88 votes. 88 votes. Here it Here goes. Here it goes versus your new aesthetic demo. Now this Ooh. is this is the one that's not the it doesn't sound anything like your new aesthetic. This is uh, a skeleton or bones or something. I, this is not the version about. you've heard on Clarity. It shares some lyrics and very little else. Definitely gives it this a listen if you hadn't before. It was released on Jimmy World EP. Um, is this going to be a? It's going to be tighter than I think. I think here it goes is going to edge it out at 88 votes, but I think it's going to be 50-38. Wow. I, okay, you were, you were kind of close with the numbers. 58-30. So oh. you're in the right range. There weren't a lot of votes to go around, but you were off yeah. um, by just a few. And here it goes one? Yes, here it goes. I'm sorry, yes. Here it goes with 50, nice. 58, your new aesthetic uh, with 30. Nice. Yeah. All right. Did I have anything good from Facebook? I had two things from the Facebook group that I wanted to mention. Oh. Let's see what they have to say. Oh, yeah. And this is good. This is from Claire Lyons on June 25th. So I've always believed that Here It Goes has the best bass line of any Jimmy track, but I think Something Loud might have knocked it from the top spot for me. The way it uplifts at Friends at the Show in 95 part. So, so good. Any other Kraken Birch yeah. bass lines I'm forgetting? But I didn't even realize how sick the baseline was until I listened to it, um, you know, just listening to it isolated. And it's in the, it's mostly in the, um, in the chorus, right? When he goes, do, do, let's listen to this. Hold on. Here it is. Let's see if he does something else. (laughs) That. Yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. So Claire Lyons says it. Um, Oh, and where was it? View the previous two answers or 22 answers. Let's see. Where is it in here? Oh, yeah. Nick Kirkham, February 6th, says, What two and only two songs do you wish Jimmy World would play on this upcoming tour? I'll go first. It Matters, and here it goes. 
And it looks like uh, Jeremy A. Wong said a praise chorus, and here it goes. Yeah, I'm basic. <laughs> so it came up a couple of times in that thread. There you have it. That's what I got. Sweet. Um, I'm going to give you some facts from this year. All right. see if I can get you to this number okay. on J.T. O'Donnell's list. This is all takes place in the 20th century. Okay. Greece and Turkey join NATO. Britain announces its development of atomic weapons in October. King Farouk of Egypt is ousted by a military coup on July 23rd. NATO conference approves European military or European army February. And George VI of England dies. His daughter becomes Elizabeth II on February 6th. Oh, man. So that sounds like Cold War times to me. So I'm, I'm thinking like the 80s, right? Am I at least close? No. Dang it. Think Queen Elizabeth just died. Queen Elizabeth. We're talking 20th century. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth just recently died. This is the year that she was crowned. Oh, boy. This is... I didn't catch that one. I thought I was... When I heard... Uh, the whole nuclear was the thing, I was like, oh, this is Cold back. War. Okay, all right. Um, that's not going to, I'm going to say 56. I have close, 52. All right. She reigned for 70 years. Mm. Um, J.T. O'Donnell's number 52, Here It Goes, Chase This Light, 2007. If you fed the authority song meth, you'd get Here It Goes. <laughs> Imagine my surprise as a 21-year-old hearing Chase This Light for the first time in my dorm room. And getting to the point late in the album when Here It Goes came across my speakers. It's the closest thing to EDM this band has ever done or will ever do. It's a dance song. There literally are dance moves described in the chorus. And the lyrics are mostly gibberish. But good lord is Here It Goes a blast. The eternal question about Here It Goes has always been, what if they put it out as a single? They haven't really released another song like it since. So I guess that wasn't a question the band ever wanted to answer. Um, uh, again, Jake to O'Donnell nailing all the, all mm -hmm. the thoughts there. Um, it should have been a single though. This is like when Blink released Blame It On My Youth as a single and it kind of flopped because a lot of people didn't know what to do with it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I need to mute a, a tab real quick. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Blame It On My Youth is kind of a dance song. Do you recall that Blink song at all? I just remember everyone talking about the Blame It On My Youth, the chorus. Yeah, so here's here's Blame It On My Youth from Blink. I wasn't born with the rich blood. I started out with plenty of nuts. Like to me, once it hits there, yeah. it sounds like a blink song. But that's oh, sure. so odd and weird. Um and a lot of people took to it strange. I think actually when that single came out, the record label didn't and it got such a mixed response, I think the label didn't know what to do with it after that. <laughs> <laughs> um and that album didn't get treated fairly fairly, I don't think. Everybody's excited about Tom rejoining the band. I am excited, cautiously optimistic, but uh but nine deserved better. So anyway, that's my thoughts. And that's all I have for community. All right. Um, shall we? Let's look at real quick before we listen to the live versions and pan it and all that jazz. Um, I asked Zach, any rad stories about Here It Goes? What a bop? 
October 9th, I asked him, and he answered me pretty much right away. Lots of interesting bits on this one. We worked on tons of different versions of this song. So there are demos, just not ones that we have. Um, at the time, Universal was trying to get us to collab with Will I Am on the song, and we Whoa. said, F that. We worked with John Fields. <laughs> he was awesome. We recorded Here It Goes at Jeff Percaro's old house. I'm assuming that's CD Underbelly. Um, we finished the so we finished the song so fast. We moved on to work on making existing songs better. Dizzy, big casino for sure. John helped us rescue Dizzy from B-side status. We also worked on Carry You in that session. So those are lots of lots of really cool wow. tidbits from Zach in those three tweets there. Um, so yeah, um, pretty thanks, good. Zach. And we got lots of traction for asking <laughs> and uh, and those answers. So. Uh, that's really cool. Um, and so, okay, here is, uh, I'm going to bring up Adobe Premiere. All right. Is it going to stop my recording? That's the big question. <laughs> um, so in your left ch channel is one of the, perf one of the performances of the, uh, song at Brixton Academy. Or, or either at Brixton or Manchester, I don't remember. They're not labeled as such. Sorry. And the other is another performance I panned over to the right. So I'm going to go ahead and hit play. You'll hear Jim talking twice, obviously. And then when the song starts, I mean, it just shows how consistent the band is, right? So here we go. It's right. a song about doing your own thing. It's called Here It Goes. It's a song. It's called Here It Goes. <laughs> Two come ons. It's wild. It's great, right? Because they're playing to a click, so it's on. Definitely hear that big muff from uh, Rick.
Oh man, I like those ooze. So good, those ooze, dude. So good, right? So how how far apart were those shows? Uh, days, days. Yeah, you still got to hand it to Jim though. The inflection in his voice, and I know they were playing to a click track, but man, it's it's just so <laughs> spot on. So good, so both performances, on. man. And that song sounded great live. Yes. I don't know that they, they need to bring that one about, back. Like the, we've heard songs where I'm like, mm, makes yeah. sense. Like <laughs> maybe the hey 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 part sounded a little like. Eh. But like they could evolve that, you know what I mean? Um, but man, what a great fun middle yeah. of the set song that is. Mm. That needs to come back. Yes. Um, because we know everybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh there it is. That kind of covers the live section of it because those are the best versions of the song. Yeah, man. I'm glad live. you put those panned um, those. That sounded great. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, if it didn't sound good, I wouldn't have made us listen to the whole thing, but it sounded totally <laughs> solid, so we were able to hear Two of the versions, uh, two for one right there. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, I only pulled the one bass cover and then I got distracted. Um, <laughs> it's this guy, Nathan Hales. So I don't know how many covers you found. Um, I, you know what I found? Let's let's pick with let's pick or go with my top for each little section, because there was something Sweet. I found for full band, acoustic, bass, drums, and then Sweet. a couple oh. of uh, fan made ones. I will add them to the playlist as you play them here. All right. So this I got uh, for full band, and I say full band. I think this guy produced all the stuff himself. Sounds like nice. a full band, but it's all original. So this is Kevin Stout. Kevin Stout. Pop him in here. This is oh, you know what? We've done this one for Chase This Light, and I believe Kevin Stout's work here. Yeah, this is a mashup. So nice. this is the first third of this. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like very. Um, I was like, this sounds like yeah, he goes into the other songs. Thing. Oh, you have a low end, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally remember these transitions. Yeah. My life is yours in your gifted hands. Hold on, I'm gonna listen to a little bit of this. <laughs> he does the four on the floor. Because tonight the world turns. 
<laughs> he goes into Hear You Me. That's a great mashup. Oh, yeah. Hearing it yeah, with man. Here It Goes Now, Going to Chase This Light. Ah, such right? a good song. Great. Who's next? All right. Let us see. We've got, you know what? Let's listen to Jake Harris. I think we've had Jake Harris on every opportunity that we've we've had. Um, is he the basis? To listen. Is he the he's one the one. He's the, this is a Friday afternoon, doesn't want to go home for Friday evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Love this dude. Yeah. It's kind of like Patton Oswalt. Totally. Mike is on. Like, we're hearing some plosives there. <laughs> yeah, man. Jake Harris. <laughs> Love his work. Yes. <laughs> this would be, I would definitely do this in my uh, after school time. Me too, man. If I had it, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I get, have to get out of here a little late. All right, this is Kusti uh, from uh, December Sun. Now, um, let's see. If I said the name Zed, would, does that ring a bell to you at all? I think it does. This guy looks like he's in the cast of Zombies. That's exactly what I, yeah, Oh, Zed. is that what that, Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's why I know Zed. <laughs> I cut some blooper reels for uh, Zombies 2, I think. Oh boy, Joker. Did I hear a little bit of a accent? Music, official music video for December Sun's cover of Here It Goes. The Bedroom EP. The acoustic sounds great. Yeah. It was produced by Ryan Huddle, don't forget. Damn, he does look like Zed, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Zed's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Let's go to Carl Warren. Let's listen to the bassist. I want to hear how he sounds, right? Hell yeah. Huh? I'm stoked to hear bass. All right, dude. Let's see how he sounds. Carl Warren. Hell yeah, look at that hair. Oh yeah. Nice P bass. 
I almost don't buy like something about his face looks like normal to me. Looks so what? It makes me feel like is he doing like a put on? Is he wearing a wig and like a weird shirt? Oh, like is this a costume? It goes to show what a great musician Rick is for writing that bass line. I know he doesn't get a lot of yes. credit because he's not up front. Um, the sound isn't up front. But, man, this is just such a – it's a nice technical bass line. And it really yeah, enhances man. the song so much. I'm so impressed with this. I've never listened so closely to this bass line as I have today. <laughs> Me – I mean, I probably caught it – it's probably caught my ear before, but yeah. I've always just kind of like – consuming and moving on and obviously right. for this project we're we're doing exactly more than that. So I'm, i am consuming it today <laughs> that base yeah um okay the last one i have was from the there are a couple of fan-made films but then there's also this drums <laughs> let's do the drums it's a lot this is very hi-hat forward i'm gonna bring down the pull this gain down a little bit <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Kind of 70s-ish, you know? I heard, um, yeah, there were some elements, I don't know, if it, when we were breaking down that the track in Moises, or that Splitter thing, but a little bit of, uh, gave me some Chips vibes. Ponch and John, you know? Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah. Filmed and edited on my iPhone. Apologies for any lack of quality, drumming or otherwise. Yeah. Really getting busy, man. Yeah, man. Who is this? Sean V. Martin. Yeah, man, going to work, dude. Okay, um, do you did you watch the fan made films at all? No. Okay, um, let's do if this. It one. wasn't missionaries dancing. I didn't want to have nothing <laughs> to do with it. I forgot these were at the bottom of my list here, just because that's where I placed them, not not because they were bad or anything. This first one is CHS Films, and let's just watch a f- because you're a student of video and multimedia. I think you'll appreciate this kind of a cute little story here. 
Oh my so. god, did you see Rebecca's post? It's spring, that's a fall exactly. color. I can't believe it. I can't it believe it. It was hideous. Oh So it looks like this girl is uh, tired of her friends just gabbing and being boring. So she's uh, she's gonna change her life around here. I feel like it's people like this that are in the in the Facebook group, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're just in there. Maybe not super active, but enough to join the group. So, taking down the pictures of herself, family. I think what she's doing here is she's trying to reinvent herself a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, clever I am not boring. Let me fast forward a little bit. So she brings her friends back in here. Starts throwing glitter around, man. I hate glitter. I can't stand glitter. <laughs> it's the herpes of craft supplies. Dimitri Mark might have said that. Did she Zach Morris time freeze them? What? I said, did she do the Zach Morris thing? Exactly. They're all frozen, and then she's uh, marking them up, making them <laughs> look fun. All I'm picturing at this point with the glitter and the paint and everything is like, what a mess that is on the floor. <laughs> but then maybe I'm not fun, David. Mm. But look, David, it was all a dream. <laughs> I used to read Word Up magazine. Man, that's tight. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It definitely looked yeah, like something that a video student would make. It was great. Yeah, that was fun, though. It was well done. Well executed. Yeah. She had to remember to shoot the ending scene as well as the opening scene before she stripped her set. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Uh, and it this was other four one. Four years ago. Yeah. This it other was one. high school video uh, music video made for communications high school digital video program yeah my kind of students oh yeah uh, and this one is from justin gum here goes another little story i thought this one was shorter i think they yeah, cut a piece out i love a good use of slow-mo yeah man guys looking at the girl sizing her up she's got a coke The dude shorts were like super short. This looks like San Diego. <laughs> Being judged by the girls having their coffee. And then there's me, man. There's just the guys leaning up against the wall drinking the beer. <laughs> Oh, 
where's this going? Oh, cool edit. I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this song's not even close to being done. Up. Oh, was this a Coke commercial? Another Coke, David. Hope they don't collide. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the smiles. Oh, they meet. The classic corner bump. It's a cute little ending. Yeah, cute. Smile. Coke. <laughs> Shot at Biola University in La Mirada. Ah, La Mirada. There we go classic there we go so that was a, a shorter one cute little uh video production student yes productions so there we have it that's all i've got sweet man that was awesome yeah did you happen to make a rave dj <laughs> of course i did based on what oh, we right. came across throughout what did the episode. you make a rave dj with? um i went through <laughs> i went to robin um oh nice and i made love it goes do you want to hear it yeah let's hear it all right this is love it goes Ah, no modification so far on the speed. Danciness intensifies. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This part's cool. Uh, fell off again. Not bad. Yeah, there were some good moments. <laughs> there were some there. moments. I'm it sure mine's going to be moments. terrible. All right, what did you do? All right, when I think of this song, I also think of the rolling with the homie scene from Clueless. Ah, uh, yeah. And yes. so, uh, since Coolio is no longer with us, I went and combined uh, Jimmy Eat World and Roland with my homies. Uh, this is called Coolio It Goes. <laughs> yes. Let me make sure the tab is not muted. All right. Yeah, I had to unmute mine the last it. second. You what? I had to unmute mine at the last second. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd roll up in this. <laughs> Rolling I can't hear enough down. Cool, yeah. <laughs> this part's cool. Yeah. 
Nice bass line. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> a very Coolio heavy episode because Keenan and Cal is uh, their theme song was also done by Coolio. Oh man! So rest in yeah, peace. Right? Yeah. Ah, oh, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's my rave to Jay. All right. Um, any final thoughts, Justin, on the song "Here It Goes" by the band Jimmy Eat World? You know, I've I've never not liked the song. It just sort of sat there. I enjoyed it, but now hearing the bass line and the other little bits that were that have gone into it, knowing that John Fields did some stuff on it, Amy Ross had the, uh, she was the hoo hoos in there. Um, I appreciate the song a little bit more, and uh, I think this is a, this is definitely a bop. I like that people like that it was uh, they liken it to the closest thing that Jimmy World has gone to like pop music. I like it. Yes. I am absolutely floored that this has not been played since 2008. Yeah. Uh, it needs to be pulled out of the vault. What is that? 13 years? Yeah. <laughs> 14 it's long years? enough. Come it's on. aged. Um, this is a bop. It needs to be brought back into the set list. Let Rick shine. Everybody <laughs> needs to dance in the middle of the set. And this is the one that's going to do it. I mean, I guess it sort of occupies the same space of like a sweetness or something. But like. Not really. Come on. This is like a swing and dance number. Yeah. Um, but I just don't, you know, Jim always says, come on, let's dance. And then they play sweetness. And I think this is the one that will get people dancing. Yeah. Um. So I think this this song needs a second look. It needs to be brought back into the set. And uh, justice for here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Um. If they're going to bring anything back. This is the one to do it. I've never like I've never had a take where people are like, oh, what's the song you wish they played live that they don't anymore or they never have or anything like that. This is the song. Yeah, this is the song they need to bring um, back in the set list. I fucking love it. So. Well, if you uh, if you see us at uh, the Jimmy Eat World show in Phoenix, um, please remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! All right. He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> <laughs>